What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast, teaching you how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern-day social media strategies. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about how to reverse engineer your niche. So if you've struggled to find your niche, obviously, this is a very talked-about topic that you have to find, that subdivision of your market that you should target. If you don't have a niche, it's really hard to build an online business, and this is true in most cases. So today we're going to talk about a strategy that I don't think I've heard talked about out there on how to find your niche rather than just talking about certain demographics or psychographics of your customers and just going through all of the different uh, subdivisions of your market that you know about. This way is actually a good way to do it because you can't even pursue a niche unless they're targetable. So since most of you are basing your businesses around Facebook and Instagram, and you want the potential to be able to run ads on there, it's good to even just see what your options are for targeting so you can see what an, a good niche might be. Uh, because uh, I'll give you a quick example, like if you're an artist and you paint floral paintings and you do landscape paintings and you do portraits, then you've got all these different categories of your art that you do. And when it comes to actually selling it, which this is a part that a lot of people don't consider until you know they've been running their business for years or they get to the point where they're ready to run ads, uh, then they say, okay, well, what are even our options for targeting in the Facebook and Instagram ad system? So the same concept would apply if you know that you want to eventually do paid advertising on YouTube, LinkedIn, Pinterest, whatever. But I would say that pretty much every company that would want to do paid advertising on one of those platforms would very likely have Facebook or Instagram ads as part of their strategy at some point. And there typically are going to be the most options on Facebook and Instagram, as well as this company, um, I would say knows the most about customers. Google and YouTube probably know a little bit more about you than Facebook and Instagram do, but Facebook and Instagram very well know what you're interested at this point because you have probably been an active user between the platforms for over 10 years now. So they know your customers well. And um, it's very important to to do this um, because I, I actually ran an e-commerce business before I started the podcast and it was in the aquarium market. And one of the main reasons that that ended up being something that I was just better to close down in the end was because the market was too small. And that's not something that a lot of people would consider, especially with something that is so well known like aquariums. But there just wasn't that much money being moved around in it. And uh, a simple test like I'm going to show you today could have been something that solved that. So if you're thinking of starting a business in a very niche market, this is a very good test to do to also just see the size of the audience that you have, um, or it, especially just within the country or uh, areas that you plan to even be able to sell to. Um, so you can see just how big your market actually is. So what I'm going to recommend you do, if you know how to use Facebook Ads Manager on the computer, uh, you have to do it on lap laptop or desktop. You go to business.facebook.com slash ads manager, and you will be able to set it up in there, start a, a basic ad campaign. If you know how to do this, if you know how to get to the ad set step where you are actually choosing your audience, then I would recommend you do it in there because you're going to have a little bit more options to play with. Otherwise, here is the very easy way that all of you can do this right now with me while you're listening to this podcast. Pull out your phone and go to promote a post on Instagram 
or on Facebook. I, I would say you're probably more on Instagram. Just go on Instagram, make it easy for you and click on promote. And then you're just going to click next, just click whatever option. I believe it should say like more profile visits is the first option. <clears throat> and uh, we are trying to get to the step where you are choosing an audience. And you are just going to see what options even exist in your market. So if you're in the yoga market, see what is actually there. And I played around with this later, and, uh, or excuse me, earlier, and uh, I saw like there's like vinyasa yoga and hot yoga and uh, even core power yoga, right? Like the competitor company. So like you can start to see what are even some of our options. And then this will help you uh, be able to make better decisions as far as what marketing you should even be considering. For a lot of you, it might be really straightforward. You're like, okay, I see yoga. I see a lot of options. I get it. Um, you know, my niche doesn't really change from this episode, but I know for some of you, this is actually really important, especially for you artists or clothing designers. Um, it can be a little bit more difficult to pinpoint your audience just by using interest-based targeting. So what we're going to talk about today are the four types of things that you should be typing in here to see what your options are that exist, right? The first one is the base level, which is just interest. So for the yoga one, it would be yoga itself. For art, it would be just art as an interest itself. And you might see modern art, contemporary art, things like that. Now, the thing with interest targeting is it's pretty good because Facebook and Instagram so, know so much about you. However, in order for someone to trigger to be in this audience in Facebook's eyes, they just have to simply like content in that market. They don't necessarily have to be an avid customer. So maybe they like yoga videos, but they don't ever buy stuff, right? Or maybe they, let's switch markets here. Um, maybe they buy content creator stuff like, uh, or maybe they, they love listening to people like myself uh, or other people that do social media marketing and teaching. And, um, and they really wanna start a business someday and they love Gary Vee, but you know, they don't own a business yet. So therefore they might not be like, if I did like the business interest or like the entrepreneurship interest, I'm not going to necessarily find a lot of entrepreneurs. Uh, although I will, I will also find a lot of people who are interested in being entrepreneurs, right? So that is why I say it's the base level and it's because it's the widest reaching. Um, but I, it would be very difficult for me to say that interest-based targeting doesn't result in, um, positive ROI campaigns all the time, all right? So it still is a great option. The second thing that you can search for, and this might not exist on the Instagram app itself, is targeting people by their career. So maybe you say, I have a product or a service that I really wanna sell to realtors. You can type in realtor for your targeting, and then it would come up and it would say realtor, and then on the right side, instead of interest, it would say, um, I believe job status or occupation. Yeah, I believe it would say occupation and just see what exists. If you sell any kind of product that would be especially beneficial to any career out there, this is a great way to target. And the reason why this is considered at a higher level than interest-based targeting is because it's more factual, right? Unless this person hasn't updated their career in a while, it is a fact about them. So we're not really reaching outside of people that we really want to see it to. So that's why it's always good to consider this more factual based targeting. The next one would be 
check out competitor companies. And this would be something that you would really want to be an exact match on your product or at least an exact match on the solution that your product offers so that you can know that their audience is very reflective of the people that you're actually looking for. So if you are, um, I'll stick with the entrepreneurship market. If I would say, you know, Grant Cardone, he teaches this real estate program or he has Cardone Capital, which is for people to invest in real estate. And usually people in Grant Cardone's audience are interested in making money, but via the vehicle of real estate. And I'm trying to sell a real estate course. So let me go ahead and um, target Grant Cardone's audience, right? So that would be a competitor. And then for the rest of you, it should be pretty obvious, right? But just know that look for a competitor that is more telling that someone in that audience is your customer. If you sell dog supplies, then Petco would be a competitor company. However, someone who likes birds and who, who owns a bird and buys bird supplies also probably likes Petco, right? So just think uh, about it and be smart with it. And just know that you want this competitor to be ideally someone that is you know exactly who you're looking for. The last category we're going to talk about is targeting off of behavior. So this could be like a relationship status if your product has anything to do with that. This could also be things like their purchasing behavior. Um, so if you type in engaged shoppers, this is something that I recommend some of you businesses play around with. And what it does is it makes it so anyone who has clicked on the shop now button in the last seven days will see your ad. So it's people who are actively shopping online. And the reason why it's so important to figure out Facebook ads manager instead of just promoting posts on Instagram, which is not nearly uh, the capabilities that you have for making profitable ads, is because you can do um, layered statements with your targeting, right? So I can say they have to have clicked on that shop now button, right? They have to be an engaged shopper and they also have to uh, like dog supplies, right? So that, or dog treats. And they have to like both of those in order to qualify um, rather than just, hey, an engaged shopper. On, on Instagram, when you promote the post directly from there, you can't do any layered statements where it's, they have to be interested in this and this. It's just this or this is how it works. So I hope that a uh, more simple explanation makes sense to you. And then one more behavior I'll point out for those of you that are B2B businesses and you are trying to sell to businesses, one of the best things that you can do in the targeting system is type in small business owners because it will only show an ad to people who own a small uh, business Facebook page. And this is just more telling that they are someone who actually owns a business than someone who's just interested in business. So um, that would be another factual-based targeting. And that's why these behaviors are good. But really, you're going to have to just play around in there and see what your options are for your company. That is all I got for you guys today. I hope the audio was okay. I'm at a cabin here in uh, Copper Mountain, Colorado. Just got done snowboarding for the day and uh, wanted to make sure I got this episode out. I actually recorded it yesterday, but I knew I could do a better take of it tonight. So just wanted to do that for you guys. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to grab my free 
Facebook ads and Instagram ads course. It's the same thing, by the way. If I ever say Facebook ads, I'm saying both. All right, it's the exact same thing. Um, grab my free course. It's in the description. It will teach you exactly how to set up your first ca campaign if you are ready to do so. And uh, I will catch you next Monday morning.